Well, good day to all of you out there. Thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. It really is a blessing when you guys sit in with us. So we have company and then we have some some explaining to do back and forth. So thank you. Um, we're on the third stage of what we've been talking about today. And Sandy, how's your world spinning? Hey, it's I'm okay. I'm okay. Same. It's been nice this week. We've had a little bit nicer weather. So getting stuff done. And you just came back from a big trip. Yes, my, we uh, drove to California for my grandson's graduation in California. And I'll tell you what, it's a trip to check out California again. We lived there for many, many years in San Diego. But to go back to 14 lane freeways, seven on each side with thing, I mean, the pace of life. So, so different. One of the reasons why we left. But and beautiful there. I'll tell you what, though, the crazy thing, if I saw one Tesla, I saw a thousand. Everybody in Los Angeles has a Tesla. I'm, yes. We saw a pink one. We saw a blue one. We saw it was like, is it a status symbol? <laughs> I don't know that. And, and electric cars are a lot bigger down there than it all. Oh, my goodness. My area. Yes. But yeah, I don't know that <clears throat> I like, well, San Diego's where we go, but I haven't gone down there for a year, but we've watched it since what? Oh, my gosh many, many, many years, 20 years, more than 20 years, uh, the changes with the freeway system and beautiful freeways. I mean, they are, they work, they've got yes. them working, but my gosh, they are busy all the time. Yeah. And that was, it was just a wonderful time, a wonderful graduation yeah. to see my grandson graduate and sort of move on to what's next and just see everybody there and, yeah. and to watch my son and his ex-wife and her husband, they do so good together. In fact, they tease each other. It cracks me up that they tease each other about when they were married. And it's just fun. And, and I have two sons and five daughter-in-laws. And I'll tell you what, this one <laughs> is so kind. And she was so hospitable to me. And I'm just blessed. I just, like, Wow. That's, that's, a, that's a good thing to be able to say. That's five daughters-in-law that still <laughs> like you. I know. It's like, thank you. It's like so cool. All five of them. It's like, oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's I told my sons, you divorced him. I didn't. I can't do that. Right. You know? That's right. Well, that's I, had, I don't know if I've shared this story, but I had a client probably 20 years ago say to me that, oh, uh, my husband was into this and into that and affairs and prostitutes. And, you know, I just couldn't do it anymore. And his wonderful Christian family who loved and adored me for all the years we were married all of a sudden, when he divorced me, they didn't call me. They never talked to me. It was like I had leprosy. And that day is when I decided, because my sons weren't, didn't, I didn't have that many divorces in my sons. At that point, I went, I will never do that. I can't say that I believe in the Lord and then send you away because I've loved you. Mm -hmm. you know, I've drawn close to you. I've cried with you. I've laughed with you. And I can't just take it away. So that was homework for my sons to figure out, which was yeah. fine, yeah. you know. Well, good. So it, it was a great trip and good kiddos and yeah, just crazy. I'll tell you what, it's real different there. <laughs> I know it, it's <laughs> come back here and you go, ah, oh. I, I do. I do. Yeah. Beautiful ride about a 14, 16 hour drive, but did you uh, drive straight through? Yep. Both times. The oh. first time though, we did it. We shouldn't have done it the way we did it. We left at eight o'clock at night. And we tried to sleep at rest stops, but I just can't do that in a car. No. No. And so we didn't sleep at all. And so then coming home, we left um, at 11 o'clock in the morning. 
So if, I think if you left it at eight in the morning, Shad's just Shad. He like, that's my, that's who drove my son. And uh, he's not a talker at all. And so it's really different to have that many hours in the car. I have one talker son and one non-talker son. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Well, well we've yeah. done that trip many times straight through. I, I just won't do that anymore. I don't, that, that's just too hard. Oof, well, I'll tell you what, I don't know if I'd do it again, but <laughs> guess, guess what the most is we paid for gas? What? $6.99. Well, I know that was down in LA. Yeah, that was down around, I can't remember where it was, but it really, it hovered everywhere else about $6.49 a gallon. Oh my gosh, yes. Is that crazy? Yeah, it was nuts. It was like, really? $6.99 for, yeah, it's different world, but oh well. So anyway, shall we get back? Because it, boy, it just blends into what the heck we're talking about um, today. Uh, the builder stage, 36 to 54. Um, that's a big, big time. Um, cause I think that, I think that when you're 20, you start to, like we talked about, establish some of your beliefs versus what your parents believed, um, in your 18 to twenties, you're trying to find your own space as we talked about. And then in this age two, you're exploring 18 to 36. And then we talked a little bit about that can shift for some of us, some of their explanation and what we've experienced. So, but in this builder stage, um, you know, as this author speaks of spot your success trains and take calculated risks. Do you remember in that age taking risks at that time? I do. Do you remember some of the things you were doing at that age? Yeah, well, when at 36, I had a 18 year old, nine year old and seven year old. So you were busy. all over the place. And, uh, you know, I was always the mom first so um I was still at that point in my life I'm trying to remember I, that might have been a part of my life that I stayed home and and raised kids I think that's that part but <clears throat> I I did take risks I think but you know when I read this about um taking calculated risks it's hard for me because I come from an uh, our whole family is in emergency services and started careers very early and you took risks within that. I mean, my husband climbed the ladder for sure, but uh, it's different because you start a career at a certain age, pretty young, and you just build on that same career. So I'm, I, it's kind of tough for me because I, I haven't been in, my whole family is, is that, my kids, my husband. And so it's tough for me to think, oh, uh, you take a lot of calculated risks. I don't know really what that means unless, but you can look at it in your own career, I guess. Do you think, do you think Sandy, and for you listeners out there, do you think that <clears throat> depending upon what was going on in your life, like at that age, Sandy and I had children, we were raising children. So perhaps that calculated risk part sort of shifted because our focus was on babies. And so our calculated risk thing might've looked a little different because of our kiddos. Oh, I, I agree. I think, you know, so. I think at that point at 36 to 54, um, I was awesomely waiting tables at the Vancouver chart house when it was nice. I always add that when it was nice. Um, and, but the cool thing was I worked nights as a head waiter. So during the day I tried this job, I did this. I did promote Christian artists and as a personal manager. I did do a lot of cool things and I did take some risks, but I had that security as well as the job job. 
Yeah. I think that that's where we both were. It was real important to us to have the security, knowing uh-huh. we were going to bring home uh check all, or money all the, you know, regularly. But uh, some people, they, they're going to, they're going to jump and it's okay. Re- uh, don't regret trusting your intuition, she says, because, yeah. um, you know, but don't go crazy. Regular everyday effort doesn't count. That's what everyone else is doing. Dig deeper and sustain your intensity for the duration of the builder phase to achieve meaningful results. And see, I see that with any job uh, yes. you have, yes. you can grow, you can grow, you can build. And you always want to do your best. Obviously, that's what we've always told our children, no matter what they do, try to do your very best. And you know, well, and I think too, um, I had a gentleman come to me and he worked for a Christian company and he wanted to quit. And um, if I've shared this story, I will make it quickly. He, he just wanted to be done because he was upset with what they were doing. And I said, why don't you finish well? You know, give them your, leave at your best sales, leave at your best this, because then you're going to feel good about you and moving on, you're going to feel better. And by golly, he worked real hard to figure out what the blocks were. And he got in there and he finished well and then moved on. Because yeah. for all of our listeners, Sandy and I have been blessed to do our passions. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got to explore in so many incredible ways in what she's done. And I feel like um, I landed um, later in life, but I got to do now what I love and it's a passion. So yep. if in these years, double your efforts, but don't go crazy, look for the passions exactly and your strengths where 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 do your strengths lie don't fixate on your weaknesses um focus on yes there's a scripture that said god doesn't call the equipped he equips called and boy is that true i uh restaurant story i remember going and and putting in an interview to work at a restaurant that did table side service and they said, well, have you done table side service? Because we do steak, Diane, and bananas foster. And I go, oh, yeah, I can do that. I'll just need to learn, my <laughs> to learn the way you do it. I went home and I started looking up how to do tables. <laughs> Fake it, there you it. go. There you go. You researched so, it. That wasn't on the computer then. It was uh, probably going to the library and getting a book. What the heck? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, you know, and I do like play to your strengths, as she says, don't fixate on your weaknesses, instead hone your strengths through repetition until you become unbeatable, focus on the one area where you can become the world champion. And that can be in anything that you love or enjoy. Absolutely anything. Remember when we were at Chart House, it's just repetitive, repetitive, and the people that got it, that could understand that and just, I show you, you show me and you know, the whole three times thing. And then there you go. And the, the, the people with the repetitive, you, you just become very good. Yeah. at whatever we, you're doing. Yeah. And I, I think too, I can remember saying um, to my fellow compadres, this is, they gave us these four tables. This is our, our real estate. Mm-hmm. We can make as much or as little as the effort we put in. But that was literally, I felt like that was my business. Mm-hmm. Those four tables. And I always was blown away that people would pay me so much for feeding them dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I was so blessed by that. I'm like, those people gave me a hundred dollars for feeding them dinner and taking care of them. It was just so cool. I love it. But you were very good at it. And, uh, you know, I loved it, too. I thought that was that was really fun. But well, and you were an awesome manager because I was I was under your leadership and it was a blessing to to have that piece. You were a good leader. 
Well, you, you, you probably were a lot smarter than I was though, because you stayed as a server and made a lot more money. <laughs> No, darn it. I, I used to think that these poor managers, I like when we get that third manager, I'll be able to take more time off. When we get that third manager, and I thought, oh God, love them. Bless your heart. Yeah, you had a you had a harder world than well, uh, but I had the world you had too first, and it was fun to have that. Yeah. And that's what everybody needs to do. They need to follow their passion and find out. And the and going back to monetary, um, 36 to 54 is, in my opinion um you're you know we talked about the previous uh ages that not worry about putting money away or not worry about the future as much now at the 36 to 54 it's not maybe 36 at 54 i had a 36 year old 27 year old and a 25 year old so they were out of the house by that point and so yeah. when you adjust to the um empty nest and not costing you as much money um they're on their own uh that's when you can really really that's when my husband and i <clears throat> could really focus on ourselves and um planning planning the future so yeah well and i think that's the cool part if you begin to do that but at 36 40 ish what do we want to do i don't think a lot of kiddos today because i know some of our our kiddos today are going, I don't want the big house. I don't want the stuff. I don't want mom's china. I don't want mom's silver. I don't right. want all that. Yeah. And I get it. It's a different place, a different world. Um, I get it too. Yeah. It's just, everybody wants more, more simple. And I think the younger kids also, and I'll tell you what, my biggest um, suggestion would be to people to travel more when yes. they're younger um, it's not too late for us to travel. I'm not saying that at all, but I think when you're in your fifties, if you can get, you're still working. So if you can get time off though, and, and travel, don't hesitate. Yeah. Do it. And you know, mamas, if you're out there with high school kiddos and they happen to be into music, um, I was so blessed to travel Europe as a chaperone, chaperone with my son uh germany switzerland the swiss alps uh austria i mean it was so cool mm -hmm. and to go as a chaperone it's a little better financially but i'll tell you what if you can't uh afford i know um my therapist that i have i tell people i have a therapist so i don't get my stuff on you he cree he found an organization because he's getting ready to retire that him and his wife and it's all free they are the tour guides and you you put your uh application into this tour company and you go travel free really yep yeah, you travel free he's been everywhere uh they do speak i think one other language so that helps but he guides and she guides and then they have the bus driver and they're hired and they two weeks three weeks here and there around the world well, and he said it has just been, it. yeah a great easy way to travel without it costing an arm and a leg right. so really encourage you guys this age 36 to 56 to explore the things that are important to you and if you've stopped dreaming please sit down and figure out why mm -hmm. now did somebody throw cold water on your dream because if you're sitting out there with a dream brother or sister i want you to just look at it and say i can do this i can do this yeah no matter what age you don't amen. have to stop dreaming amen, amen. I guess what that. we're we're always still learning <laughs> yes, 
So, yes. and I can tell you what, at my age, I never thought in the world about a month ago, I would have been on the ski slope skiing with my grandson and my son in a million years. So I'm like, don't ever give up the things you no. want to do. No. Uh, be, be wise, but if there are things that you enjoy and that you love, or if somebody's telling you you can't do that, do you know that Dr. Seuss was rejected over 900 times? Right. 900 times he got no's because what a stupid book. See the green, or how I can't remember how it goes, but green eggs like, and ham. yeah, green eggs and ham. So if you've got a dream, don't let anybody throw cold water on it. Nope. If it's in your soul, I never thought I would write a book, but I had a wonderful man just continue to encourage me and continue, continue to encourage me with a book I wrote called The Day Sat Arrived. And um, I just, if it's something that you're interested in, um, hop online and it's on my webpage, kathleensoria.com. But it's just a book about folks that are trying to deal with sad right now and what we're doing with it and how this kiddo processed it. But yeah, dream away. I never thought I would have written a book, a children's book. Give me a break. I so know, dream, dream. That, that's perfect. I mean, dream, that's really dream. what we wanted people to know. Yes, it's so, so important. And you know what? If, if there's someone in your life that's trying to squelch your dream, um, just give them a head nod and go about your business and create the dream. Yeah. Make it happen. Um, yeah, I think it's so important. And in asking these graduates, you know, what are some of the things ahead of you? What are some of the things that you want? It's interesting to see the different goals. Right. right. Yeah. Very good. So I think this stage is just, what are some of the things I'm trying to think between 36 and 56, I learned a lot. Oh my gosh, that is your learn to me. That's our biggest learning. Uh, that this is when we become we start thinking about. Oh, I have some wisdom here because I have repeated and repeated different things. Some good, maybe some not so good. But but that's where wisdom comes in. I'm going to yes. do more of that. I'm going to do yes. less of that. Um, I I recall that. I thought, oh, I'm old enough to say I have some wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> And that is the age, that's the time where I took the fall at the restaurant and ended up with back surgery. But that's the time that I literally, the whole, my whole occupation switched. Yep. And I'm just so grateful um, for all of it, even though it wasn't fun, but I'm grateful for all the shift because I don't know that I would have done it. It was a, it was an opportunity for me. I was in a job that I remember looking over, we have, Sandy can probably visualize this. And those of you out there that are listening from the chart house. Um, thank you for those that are, you've told me so. And thank you for some of the folks at church that have told me that you've tuned in. Thank you so much and love your questions. But anyway, um, that you're, anything can happen at any age when you make that switch and just to have the faith to say, okay, I can do this. I don't care what age it is. I was in my forties when I changed my occupation and you've done the same. Oh yes. Big, big changes. And yeah. I think everything is a foundation for. Yes. Oh, good point. Mm -hmm. For us to be able to uh, make the changes and have the confidence or the craziness, but the <laughs> intuition, whatever to do it and yeah. whatever it is, if you do it well, <clears throat> you haven't failed. <clears throat> no, I've learned. <clears throat> oh yes. Learning is we learn from everything we do. So. So I think that piece is sort of cool. It's like, you know, I, I agree with you, Sandy. I've never failed, but I have gotten college education after college education yes. in different arenas. Exactly. You know? So I, I love that your foundation of first waiting tables and managing gave you that whole, you know, profit and loss, gave you all that stuff. 
which I didn't get. They tried to put me, did I tell you they tried to put me on light duty after my surgery and be a bookkeeper there? Yes, I remember that. You did even <laughs> go in, didn't you? You know what, the bookkeeping there, I hated it. It all that, it, it wasn't fun. <laughs> no, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> oh, I know why we counting all the numbers, counting all the quarters, the dollars. Oh my gosh. Oh, it was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, you know, today we have been so, so grateful to talk to you about the ages of, of 36 to 50, whatever it is, Four. and that 54, and that the things that we've gained and learned and the process of it all. Um, you know, it's so cool. I hope if you hear one thing from Sandy and I that you hear, it's always changing and it's okay to change with it. And if you're afraid of change, to be looking at that piece of what, what's that about for me, it might be then there's so much change in your life as a little one that you want stability. And I get that, you know, I deal with people that uh, moved around in the service yeah. and they want to be steady. So just stop and think a minute, what are the things I want to do at this stage in my life? What do I want to explore? What do I want to stick to? And it's okay to just fulfill your dreams at this stage. Well, Sandy, can you think of anything else to share with these incredible peeps today? No, I think I, I think we covered it. We did. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I think we covered it. It's time to go enjoy the weekend. Yes. Next week, we will be looking at what, Sandy? What's next week? Oh, oh sorry. Uh, I know I've got it. It's uh, ages 54 to 72. It's the mentor stage, which we can relate to. Yes. <laughs> we're going to have a blast on that one too so yeah. if you have any questions about mentorship because there are some really good things that you need to know about being a mentor so if that's a piece of your world throw your questions our way at what's on your life plate at gmail.com we would love to hear from you again thank you so much for spending some time with us we appreciate it and enjoy this weekend thank you sandy thank you kathy enjoy talk to you soon Bye bye Bye.